Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Affinity Streaming Podcast. I am Control. Joined today by Sarah, Charlie, Riley. How are you guys? Good. Hi. Good. And special guest today, Jessica. How are you, Jess? I'm good. Glad to be here. Awesome. Thank you for joining us. Uh, today's movie is Asteroid City 2023, uh, rated PG-13. Uh, runtime of one hour, 45 minutes. Uh, and just so you know, everyone, spoilers are ahead. Um, but before we get started, please get in touch with us on our socials. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, follow us Instagram, Facebook, at Affinity Streaming Podcast. All right. Today's movie uh, was directed by Wes Anderson. Um, Moonrise Kingdom and Royal Tenenbaums are two of my favorites of his uh, for Focus Features starring... Jason Schwartzman that has a 75 critics, 60% au- 62% audience, and a 6.1 on film affinity. And we're going to let our resident alien, Charlie, get us started. Go ahead, Charlie. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> there is the resident alien. But... <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Wow. Stop. Take me out. this one. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I, I, I liked it. I mean, so I, I watched, I guess not all of his movies, but I watched like a good number of them. Uh, so it's not one of my favorites. Like you said, I think, yeah, Royal Tenenbaums is one of my favorites. And then Life Aquatic, I think is my other favorite. So it doesn't, I don't think it's as good as those, but I mean, it's still pretty good. And it's still, I mean, it's a Wes Anderson movie. If you've seen it, if you've seen one of them, then you've probably, you've kind of seen this one too. So, yeah. Yeah. Um... For me, it was okay. It didn't. I did. I like it. I liked it, but not enjoy it. Maybe like as another didn't entertain me as much as others, mm-hmm. because it was Anderson style. And but I think it was very interesting. Everything, the points that he made in all the movie, like all the back and forth with the back uh, behind the scenes and uh, the um, the actual play, saying also like the black and white. And um, the color when the play was going on, um, the lines, how the all the cast delivered the lines because I found that the the cast wasn't like like acting so much. They were like there was no a lot of motion. You're just like delivering lines, and they should they had to be like such a good actors to do that, and they actually did it. So that was the part that I, I enjoyed the most, and maybe. Yeah, you have to like uh, Wes Anderson because it is not a, a regular Hollywood um, bestseller movie. Yeah, this was actually the first Wes Anderson movie I've seen. And maybe I'm just not the biggest fan of this style. It was fine. It was entertaining. I was like, this is so weird. I just have to keep watching to see what's going on. But if all of his movies are like this, then... For the podcast. Well, yeah. But I probably would, like, yeah, get sick of them because, I don't know, I just... All the actors were fantastic, but, like, I still just wanted something more from the movie. It just felt like a little... There were empty spaces for me. Um... And, like, the one problem that I had with it, which, like, really, I, I don't even know where it came from. They didn't change clothes the entire time. And they're at this place for, like, a week. And, like, I was just like, are their outfits <laughs> ever going to change? Like, no, this is getting didn't gross. even notice that. <laughs> they were, like, it was a play. And there were, like, 
uh, playing like back in time. So they didn't have like the wardrobe that we always have. They can have more than one outfit is the point. I was trying to justify. More than one outfit. Also, the camera moves. They were like very like, uh, like not as usual, you know, like all the frames and angles that they were like just the moving forward, like just in one take kind of thing. Um, that's another like singularity of the, the movie that I like. Yeah. Well, I um, I'm a big Wes Anderson fan. I've seen a lot of his movies. Like I don't can't, I don't want to say I've seen all of them, but most of them. Um, and so I like his aesthetic and um, you know the way he does his stuff. But all his movies have there's a there's variety within like the cinematography and the comedy and the the themes and all of his his movies. So um, there's probably one Riley that you'll you'll like, you could find okay. something that you probably would enjoy more. But mm-hmm. uh, this one is like what you guys have been saying. It just like missed the something, you know, like um, I, I, I left, I watched it twice. <laughs> and the second go through didn't really help me anymore. I was like, well, what's really the point of this story? If it's like about um, a father and his kids and like their grief i don't feel like that was addressed hardly at all even though it's acknowledged throughout the movie i don't think they like you're saying there's like no emotion and mm-hmm. not that there's a ton of emotion in any of his movies but um i just was like it left me wanting more like i didn't think it was bad i just wouldn't recommend it to other people because i don't think a lot of people would enjoy it mm-hmm. um and the whole play within a show within a movie thing just kept confusing me and distracting me from the story. And um, yeah, so I had, I had a hard time with it. <laughs> yeah, Riley, I think it was, um, yeah, Riley, it was a tough to, to be your first Wes Anderson. I think it was a tough one to start yeah. with. I think there were, there were better ones. Um, but so uh, Jess, did you have a, a favorite scene or favorite moment from the movie that, that stood out to you? Um. I had a couple that I, I liked. They were all really simple moments. Um, so, like, um, my favorite, like, line was Dr. Um, Hickenlooper, um, played by Tilda um, Swinton, or Swinton, or I'm not really sure how to say her name, but which she says, I never had children. Sometimes I wonder if I wish I should have. I never had children. Sometimes I wonder if I wish I should have. Just because it's a really small moment, but um, I just think it's really f- you just like thought in general. Like she wonders if somewhere that she's not aware of, she wishes that she sh- had kids. And I think the reason why I remembered that moment it was just because I am child free by choice. So I was like, you know, I just thought it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I guess that kind of goes in with like the. Because, yeah, I guess going with what you guys say, it is a little bit more detached than some of those other movies, like, to the characters. Like, things are kind of disconnected from, like, their emotions a bit more than normal. But even then, it's, like, less... It's, it's a little less wacky than some of his more recent ones. I don't know. Or quirky, I guess, is better. Like, I don't know. It does have an alien show up, but that's, like, <laughs> incidental. It's not really important to the story. I really but, enjoy that type of alien, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It was weird. <laughs> Yeah, that but was, that was the point. That was one of my other favorite um, moments was um, when he posed for the photo. Yeah. When he was yeah. The asteroid. <laughs> I was like, that's great. Yeah. 
No, but my my moment, I, I really liked when they're when the little girls are like burying their mom. Yeah. Like, not the grandpa to like, no, no, you can't, or I'll we'll we'll sacrifice you. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I mean, that's to me, that's like perfect Wes Anderson, where it's like this like little heartfelt moment, but it's kind of told in his like quirky little humor. And like yeah. grandpa's like, all right, fine, we'll. <laughs> I hope no coyotes take her, but whatever, you know. <laughs> For me, it wasn't like a one like explicit one, like one scene, but I like the interaction between like Scarlett Johansson and the other boy that they were like uh, hanging out and in the window, like at the window, like yeah. multiple times, like having like that different like lifestyles, and they were like sharing and hanging out. That was yeah. like, yeah, it it stood out for me. I know yeah. control maybe. You're not done. You disagree <laughs> with some performances in, in this movie, but it's fine. Yeah. We'll get to we'll get to her later. We'll get to Scarlett later. Go ahead, Ryan. Um, my moment was the same as Charlie's. I loved like those little girls burying. I just thought it was so funny. So maybe if more like if there's more moments like that in other like Wes Anderson stuff like that, I was like, okay, this made me laugh. It's so random. The girl has like fangs. They're being witches. I was like, this is great. Like that was yeah, fun. They're, they're just, there was more. Oh yeah. yeah they were not and... they were When witches. they first met Tom Hanks, they were like, who's this old man? Who's this old man? Poppy, I think. They gave me a chuckle. Man. All right. Did you, did you have a favorite character though, Riley? My favorite character, it was pretty hard to pick, but I was torn between actually like the little girls just in general, because they made me laugh and their brother. Um, I forget even what his name was. They just kept calling him the Brainiac. Um, <laughs> who is he? he? Woodrow. He's played by uh, Jake Ryan. Um, I, I just thought he did a really good job of like channeling that character, um, this like super nerdy and like i don't know he was very in the zone and I, I felt like oh yeah like this is how he would be in real life like i didn't feel like he was acting i felt like that was like the real energy i thought he did a good job for me it was tom hanks i think he was i like his acting in this movie and i think like his part of it like with the girls was like yeah one of the funniest moments for me too so i like him in this one um i think um yeah, I agree that the older brother, he was my favorite character. Mm-hmm. His name was again, Riley. Woodrow. Jake Ryan. Woodrow. Jake Ryan. Yeah. yeah. I thought the whole family was great. Um, yeah. the, the three little girls who are actually, looks like sisters in real life since they all have the last name. I'm just assuming that. Um, so, yeah. Go ahead, Charlie. Yeah. Kind of random, but I really like Steve Carell. Just in his little <laughs> random role. Just, just trying to, like, I just liked how they kept popping in and just trying to, like, sell people, like, random bits of land. <laughs> yeah. Know. He's just the doing hotel manager. Yeah, like, oh, don't worry. You, you guys have this nice tent. <laughs> yeah, um, and to go back to uh, Scarlet there. Um, <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with Scarlet? I just didn't, I felt like she was out of her league in this movie, like, there were so many great actors. I just felt she was, she was casting a paycheck it was or something. For the role. Yeah, you didn't like make her with that. Yeah, I would, I would have recast her. I, I, if I changed anything, I would recast her. Anybody else? Anybody well, no, on the street? Someone in mind any, because like, any actress on the street. Well, and someone else must have done that. Uh, Charlize Theron, just the name off yeah. the top of my head. 
uh, Anna De Armas, maybe. Uh, Scarlett Johansson. Mm. Anyway, I think she's basically playing what, like, what is it, Mar- Marilyn? Oh my god, Marilyn Monroe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Was she trying to be a Marilyn Monroe? I think basically that kind of like dreamy. Yeah. To, yeah, it reminds to her though. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So would you change anything about the movie, Charlie? Yeah, I wish. Yeah, I wish it followed more of some of the older stuff that had more of like the personnel, like more of like the the characters in it rather than like the. Because I think more and more as his movies have gone along, it's been more about like the construction of his story, where like all like the intricate pieces moving together rather than like the characters themselves. And this kind of got more back into the characters. Then, like, I, I didn't really like Grand Budapest Hotel. I think that was, like, very, it felt very, like, pieces just moving around on, like, a, a set kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, so I said more of that, but I wish it was more, more so with that. You know, like, more of a character moments between, like, where, like, uh, Tom Hanks, I can't remember his character's name, is telling, that is Jason Schwartzman, right? Like, like telling him, like, I, I'm also, like, hurting, you know? That's yeah. my daughter, like, like that's like Stanley. a really good film. Actually, it was like more like that. It really brought it home, you know. And like, yeah, I kind of agree. There's like all those disconnects. I, I think it was a distraction to have like go to, to like the play, to like the radio, to have Brian Cranston narrating stuff. It was a little bit of a distraction, or maybe I just didn't get that part. What he was trying to do with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would be the thing that I would change about the movie. Let's just like get rid of that altogether. But then I read reviews that like were praising that, that it was done yeah. masterfully, and like, and I'm like, maybe I'm just not smart enough for this movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That too, that it was going, maybe it was going over my head, maybe I'm right. not artistic like, enough. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I think, I think I was reading, they were saying like, oh, maybe it's like some kind of response to like how I was saying all of his movies feel very like constructed, so it's kind of like almost like a meta commentary by him on his own stuff, possibly. I don't know. You'd have to ask the guy. <laughs> so for me, I don't remember. I maybe not changed because this is like a very like, like a style, like very like as Wes Anderson. You you already like can recognize him, but I don't remember if they put like a lot of like music or instrumental or something like to accompany the scenes. Maybe I would like play with that. Like I would like add something for for that. I don't know. They're very uh, quiet. I remember having like a good. Uh, it was a very quiet. Right. And uh, so I don't know. Maybe I would like spice it up a little bit for my I don't know visuals and and audiovisuals um, with a little like more sweeter to sweet the music that treats to the, the sense to give more emotion because yes I mean what's the point like not like being emotionless yes but I don't know maybe that could like work better for public that we're not used to watch all of these movies <laughs> so yeah. but i mean at this point i think like i wouldn't know if like those songs came from another of his movies it like literally just that's like his soundtrack <laughs> so yeah that like quiet little thing or like the very like soft it's like very like mild like musical cues because yeah they were mm-hmm. kind of a little bit flat emotionally a lot of the times yeah. yeah, that was that was my main problem with it. Like, it was just like, even though I get it, like, they were supposed to be delivering it in this kind of emotionless way. It was just like, I just didn't enjoy that type of thing. Like, yeah. I would have changed that a bit. And um, also, like, 
I I liked the alien and I didn't like the alien at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really don't know how I felt about it. I felt like I, I just wish they did a little something more with it and maybe just like took out more of like what I felt was a little empty because I was just like this alien just came and like I get it, it's the response to it, but like no one was freaking out. Like they're just all sitting there staring at it. I was just like, what no like no normal person would I think react that way well they were talking about like they were, after that the first um intervention like that he that the alien came that they were like showing like oh the psych when the guy was the, to the psychologist like they were talking about like the, everyone was talking about it so yeah but during the moment when their alien is standing yeah, like right I, in front of them they're yeah. all silent no one screams no one's scared no, they're all just silent i was like this well, is just weird. you don't want to scare the alien away yeah. right it's also just wonder and yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even posed. He was like, eh, I'm Even, and when she said, I was like, all my pictures came out, come out, or something yeah. like that. <laughs> so, yeah. Jess, uh, I don't think uh, Wes Anderson has ever done a sequel to any his movies, but what what no, would you want to see in a sequel to uh, this movie, Asteroid City? Oh, a sequel. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. I wouldn't want one. Honestly, like I, there, the, I thought the movie there it had, um, you know, interesting some interesting characters and some funny moments, and it's beautiful and there's a lot of fun in it. But it just, um, I really couldn't get past the like lack of emotional impact. Even though his films tend to not be, they're not dramatic. Um, yeah. They all seem to achieve, like, you know, and they're not, they're usually not based, you know, they're loosely based in reality. They're very disconnected from, like, the real world, and they're whimsical, and they're fun. But, um, yeah, I don't know. This one was just, it just left me feeling. After seeing it twice, you're like, I'm good. I don't need any more. That was the sequel. <laughs> that was the sequel. Yeah. yeah, I was like, maybe I just wasn't paying enough attention. It was, I don't know. It was, um... I think I like the what was the troop well, called? The little engineers of the future or something. Yeah, that was Those fun. Kids, or like follow yeah. the little girls because they were like yeah, yeah, really cool. Yeah, I, I think that would be good. Or, or uh, Grace Edwards and Jake Ryan's little romance there. Um, the two little I would, kids. I would just I want think a different would... feeling out of coming out of it. <laughs> if there was a sequel, you just have a different mood. <laughs> you have any thoughts on that, Charlie? No, I mean, I think he should just keep doing... I, I'm glad he makes his movies. I'm glad there's a, a spot for him in the world for his weird little quirky movies. I mean, yeah. I love I love all, like, the... I love how he shoots it. I love all the framing. I love all, like, the bright colors that you just don't see in, like, most movies now. Yep. And yeah. I'm glad nice. he didn't just keep making his movies. I want him to just make something different every time. All right, so in the end, are we recommending this movie to family and friends? The family and friends, no. No? If you're, if you're like Wes Anderson guy, like, yeah, go go yes. watch this movie and just add it to your list. And then you can rank it like everyone else. <laughs> you're not recommending it, Jess? No. <laughs> even after, even, I just, I, I, I mean, I, I feel bad being hard on it, but I feel like even if you're a Wes Anderson fan, I would just be like, you could skip this one. Sarah yeah. Riley, no, same feeling. No I mean, yeah, I wouldn't. And yeah. like, I was gonna say, just because I had a little idea for the sequel, um, 
like I feel like if just because he brought the play element, like the two different stories into it, maybe they could do a sequel with like going back to like the directors and like like everyone that was like behind the scenes doing that because like them like casting it in that process, there was almost like more emotion there than in the actual play. So maybe like if I had to do a sequel, even though I wouldn't want one, they could like go back to like their story and find out more of that. Awesome. All right, uh, Riley, we'll start with you. Uh, give us a recommendation then of uh, actors in this movie of movies you would well, recommend. That's so easy to. I mean, there's so many. Like I was like looking <laughs> and thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was looking and I was like, I honestly don't even know who to pick because there's so much, but I don't know. I I think I'm just going to go. I actually haven't seen the movie and I'm going to see Barbie tomorrow. So, but I'm still going to recommend Margot Robbie from that because I've heard she's done amazing and going to see it tomorrow. So I'm just going to go with that because they're all great. Um, I would recommend, I mean, a lot, but I, the office, the the TV show that I don't remember the name Steve of Carell. that one. Steve Carell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that TV show. Very good. Nice. Charlie. I don't have one. I mean, I liked, I like Jason Schwartzman and a lot of the things he's done. He's been in a lot of Wes Anderson movies. Um, I do like, um, nah, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with uh, Jason Schwartzman. I don't, I can't, I didn't read that. uh, I wasn't prepared for this question because I realized I um, I miss, I went in the wrong direction. I like misread Uh, the question, but um, I feel like the reason why I like Wes Anderson movies was, is there are a lot of actors that he uses over and over again. And I do like Jason Schwartzman. I think, um, uh, what was the band that he was in? I think it's probably like just a throwback to, um, you know, his music career back in the early 2000s. And so I'm like, I like to support his work. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm going to go Jason Schwartzman also, who was in a movie called Scott Pilgrim. If you haven't seen that, um, I recommend you put that on your who, list who is too. Who in that movie? I forget. He's like the bad guy in that movie. Um, and he's also in the movie we're doing next week, which is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. If you have seen that, I mean, I'm sure you have because we're going to be doing it on the podcast. Uh, all right, guys, let's uh, give our shout outs of the week. And, and uh, I'll go first since you guys are um, need some time to think. And since we were on the subject of Scott Pilgrim, I'm going to go with uh, Scott Pilgrim, the animated series, which is coming out uh-huh. on uh, Netflix very soon with all the original cast. Uh, so I would recommend you watch the movie, watch the animated series, and Jason Schwartzman is involved. Uh, what about you, Jess? Um, I'm shouting out my husband, Steve. Um, he is the reason why I've seen so many Wes Anderson films. <laughs> um, so when I told him I was doing this podcast, he was like, wait, can I can I include it? <laughs> but, um, well, you, you ripped the movie, right? So he can't. No, he's going to. Well, he, no, you didn't he rip agreed. it. Yeah. He didn't like it either. He wasn't. He wasn't. All right. Either. The but next he Wes has Anderson. Lots of opinions. <laughs> all right. The next Wes Anderson. Get the hubby in here. We'll get them all. Next well, Wes yeah. Anderson. We do. Uh, Sarah Riley. Shout out to the week. Mine is uh, just because this movie like made me think of it, even though it's completely unrelated. 
I'm shouting out Ancient Aliens, the TV show, which my dad always watched. And just seeing the little stupid alien like reminded me of this show. And the guy with the crazy hair on it. It's actually kind of entertaining show to watch. But yeah, that's my shout that's out. On, on the History Channel, right? On the History Channel, yeah. yes. And my shout out goes to that. I don't know who was like the guy that released all these alien content that they made to the earth. Like it was like lately like released. Oh, and the, like FBI. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Just because. Shout out to the FBI. Yeah. We love you guys. <laughs> Leaked information. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Charles. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll shout out the Spain women's soccer team for winning the World Cup. Yes. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Jess, we really appreciate you joining us. Thanks for thanks having for, me. Uh, thanks for coming on. We'll uh, get the hubby on on our next Wes Anderson movie. Uh, tell him we said hello. Thank, thank him for letting you join us and introducing <laughs> we'll you to Wes Anderson. Uh, all right, guys. We'll see you next week when we're doing Spider-Man the Across the Spider-Verse. All right. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.